Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast of the European Young Chemist Network, EYCN. My name is Mark Kilada and welcome to our new series. In this episode, you will learn the key points in order to successfully obtain a PhD degree. As well, we will tackle the most common challenges that PhD students face during their studies. For example, how to act when the research is not going as planned, what to do when the funding is cut off, and last but not least, which steps to take when you're overloaded with additional work and don't have time to focus on your research. For this, Katerina Josivoska interviewed Dr. Daniel Friedrich. Dr. Friedrich is an expert in project and self-management within and beyond the science community. After working in Berlin, Oxford and the Australian National University, he taught and worked as a postdoctoral researcher at the interdisciplinary Berlin School of Mind and Brain. Dr. Friedrich has gained experience as a founder, taught as a Teach First Fellow, and is currently working as a data scientist at the largest German portal for teaching materials. Since 2019, he has been bringing his experience as a researcher, doctoral advisor, and university lecturer into Impulse Plus. Hello everyone, we are joined today by someone I have personally met and who is an expert in project and self-management within and outside of science, Dr. Daniel Friedrich. So welcome, Dr. Friedrich. Welcome. Uh, I would love to hear what would be or is there one key point that is the most important for successfully obtaining a PhD? Well, a key point, maybe not one. I mean, I know you're asking about one, but maybe two. (laughs) (laughs) Um, First, have a plan. Okay, so not just a to-do list, but a project plan with milestones and a detailed work plan for the next milestone ahead. Uh, That will do two things. It will give you a much clearer picture on what you do need to do next, which in turn will boost your motivation. And it will also provide important information on if you're on track to reaching your goal on time. Okay, so have that plan, invest the time to build that project plan with milestones and um, really going into detail on what you need to do next. A second thing that I also want to emphasize, however, is that make sure you don't just focus on your research. Okay, don't just focus on your research. Um, I meet a lot of PhD students that really spend all their time just doing their research. And I think that's a mistake. Uh, And I'm not just talking about work-life balance, which is obviously super important, but um, I mean you should also invest at least a couple of hours every week in reaching out to people and building your network. And you should also invest at least as much time every single week in building up transferable skills. Yeah, so keep in mind that, at least in Germany, you know, and I think internationally it's not going to be that much different, only about 5% of PhD students actually stay in academia to become tenured professors. So have a backup plan and be proactive about expanding your options early on, you know, by not just waiting to the last moment, but from the right goal, 
think about, okay, how can I expand my network inside and outside academia? And how can I build up transferable skills? And how can I make sure that every single week I invest time into doing these things? Mm -hmm. So that are two really good points that you mentioned. So as well, because I have talked with uh, many PhD students as well with postdocs and it is interesting how often I'm hearing uh, some statements such as like, ah, okay, my research is not going as planned. What to do now? I'm feeling stuck or the funding is cut off. That is very often when the funding is cut off, how I should proceed, what, what to do now. And uh, the last uh, very common point that I'm hearing is uh, I'm overloaded with additional work that is given to me. And I don't know, I don't know how to say a no to my supervisor. And I don't really have any plan to time to focus on, on my work, on my actual PhD. Uh, could you give us some advice here for what, uh, sure. what we should do? <laughs> yes. Sure. Um, look, you mentioned some related but also slightly different points. So let me try to um, say something about um, each one of them. So one thing that you said was that you know, some um, PhD students are sort of uh, finding their funding to be cut off. You know, and th that's obviously a really tricky situation to be in. So what can you do? Firstly, you know, if you invest the time into proper planning, yeah, the funding being cut off is not going to be a surprise. <laughs> you know, if the funding being cut off happens to you like as a surprise, you, you, you just wake up to the funding being cut off, I mean, it's really tough. You don't have all that many options. If, however, you have your milestone planning and you see how you're progressing, you see you're not going to be able to finish on time and you see this ahead of time, the earlier you see this, the earlier you can come up with ways to respond to this situation, thereby increasing your options and space. Um, and can I just expand on this for one, yes. one second? So once once you come up with this a little bit earlier, yeah, you can also take advantage of this other thing that I mentioned, namely increasing your network. So if you've actually invested the time to build a network, then you can reach out to your network and you can see whether your network has alternative funding options, alternative ideas for you. Okay, So that presupposes actually having invested some time into building your network. And also, if you did this other thing, namely <laughs> investing into transferable skills, then you know having the funding cut off may not be the worst thing that ever happens to you. Because think about it as this: a PhD is a journey. Yeah, the title is the icing on the cake. I mean, sure, it's great. We all want to achieve that title. We all want to complete the journey. But it doesn't have to be. Um, one, uh, it doesn't have to be that everything ends if you do not get your PhD, but 40% of PhD students in Germany do not, um, in the end, um, get a PhD title, but a lot fewer of them um, will be worse off in their life, you know. So, 
if you have your alternative career options because you expand, you invested into your network and you invested into transferable skills, then you may actually consider your options and you may realize that it's best to move on rather than investing ever more precious time and resources into a project that just isn't worth it. Uh, thank you. Just a short for our yeah. listeners, what could be the transferable skills? Sure. I mean, that will depend heavily, actually, on the context in which you are doing a PhD and the goals that you um, are interested in. So it would be worthwhile to think about, okay, if this academic career isn't working out, what would a great job or career look like and then to actually go online and have a look and talk to people in your network you know what are the skills that um, are required to do well in those professions and that will differ it will differ it may be that you need certain programming skills it may be that you need certain um, project management skills it may be that you need certain you know highly technical skills of a certain type you know i mean it, it differs Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but I also want to address a couple of other things. When you said you, some PhD students say, I'm stuck in my research, you know, it's not going as planned, what to do? Well, firstly, again, realize that this is part of the experience of doing a PhD. I mean, this <laughs> happens to everyone, you know, that's part of what doing a PhD is all about. And in fact, part of what you signal to others by having a PhD is that you can deal with such situations, okay? Then don't be afraid to get advice from others if you're in this situation and be ready to cut back on the scope of your project Yeah, or to pivot entirely, to just change. I mean, that, that happens early on, I guess, more so than later on, but don't be afraid to pivot. We're often very attached to our project simply because we've started a project, not because it's the best project we can do, but just because we started. So let's really have the audacity to actually question, ask what is the best project going forward, not what's the best project I started, but what's the best project going forward? You also asked about um, saying no. I mean, yes. that's a very common one. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And learning to say no is just a super important skill wherever you go, you know, whether it is academia or elsewhere. And it's not an easy one. I mean, it, it involves emotional work. Yeah, It's not really so much a cognitive thing as an emotional thing. I think Um, there's a great talk by um, Tim Ferriss called Fear Setting, uh, which I really recommend. You can find it on YouTube. I think that's well worth checking out. And um, there's a great book uh, called Essentialism, which I can recommend. But also one tiny piece of advice that has helped me in the past is simply to reframe. Yeah, I, I find this very useful. So. We often feel when we are having to say no to someone, we often feel that we are letting them down. We're just being in this negative mode. We're just rejecting. Yeah, and to realize, well, wait a second. I mean, you're not just saying no because you don't want to help or you don't want to be useful. Or, yeah, But you're saying no in order to say yes. You're saying yes to your own projects. You know, because only by saying yes to your own projects will you be able to get your projects done. And your projects are also valuable. Yeah, they're not you know, the only thing that matters in this world. You should also be attentive to what other people want. 
but um, they are also valuable, you know, and you should also be able to stand up for them. Exactly. Wow, that's really a great advice. And coming to recommending, so could you, for example, recommend some software for proper planning management or? Yeah, so in terms of, there's lots of great software packages out there and some will be more useful to others and, and, and so on. But if we just look at those software packages that are free out there, then I at the moment um, would recommend um, something that is called Team Gunt. Okay, that's my current recommendation for free software, um, project management software, because it allows for um, um, milestone planning, it allows for dependencies in a Gantt chat and very few um, free software packages allow that and it's cloud-based and has a nice interface. So that's my current uh, recommendation. Check it out if you haven't. Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much again. And at the end. So what you in Impulse Plus are offering something plus? So Impulse Plus is, um, uh, you know, focuses in general on workshops and trainings and coachings for um, scientists, for PhD students, postdocs and professors, okay? And um, my colleagues and I cover a wide variety of topics. I think we have more than 40 different workshops at the moment, you know, including project management, communication, career planning, leadership. So I myself um, focused on, you know, helping PhD students and postdocs and really on how to organize and structure your PhD and how to work effectively and efficiently towards your PhD and um, beyond when you're a postdoc. And I give these workshops, I actually do this um, only on a very limited basis, maybe five to ten workshops a year. Um, But yeah, that's my offering, so to say, with Impulse Plus. Thank you very much. I will be sure to link down below to the listeners so they could check by themselves. Great, thank you. Yes, so it was really a pleasure to having you here with us and giving My you yes, and giving to us these uh, amazing advices and uh, hopefully to all the listeners it would be really helpful at least where to start their uh, thinking towards yeah. how to better themselves in order to obtain more successfully PhD. <laughs> Thank you very much again. Thank you, Katarina. Hello, everybody. It's Mark Lada here again. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and stay tuned for our next edition.